You're listening to Full Moon Radio Hour on BFF.FM. The boy makes it to town. The backwoods releases a deep moan of abandonment for it knows the boy would never return. The woods took a liking to him in a quick kind of way, which is strange. He took refuge within her embrace. She allowed no harm to a man who has harmed so many. He took advantage of the woods like most folks do. They only interact with her voluptuous body for escape of some kind, leaving her eyes closed in mid-breath and wanting more. One day, the backwoods will learn not to be so open and trusting of fools. Thank you. 
Imagining this hypothetical court case, I mean, there's no real proof. No, I don't think your theory holds up too well, Lieutenant. You see, I didn't kill Jennifer Wells. And it looks almost like a certainty to me that her untimely death will go down as an official suicide. Well, sir, I want to thank you very much for your time. Any time, Lieutenant. Right. Yeah, I don't want to forget my cigar. Good day. Oh, listen, just one more thing. Um, I know you don't agree, but at least I've convinced my superiors that Jennifer Wells was murdered, was not a suicide. And they've officially assigned me to the case. That's my specialty, you know. Homicide.
Why are you following me? Why are you following me? Listen, I know that you're following me. I've traced you all morning. If you were hired by someone to follow me, that's okay. Yes, you do. I just watched you follow me to Journey Cafe. Then you followed me back to my girlfriend's house. Listen, yes. I'm not paranoid. What's your name? What is your name? What is your name? Welcome back to the other side. This, this is Mary, and she was caught cheating by private detective Sandy Check. What do you have to say to these people? Um, my husband and I were having some problems, and I cheated on him, and uh, Sandy caught you. Caught me. <laughs> the private detective got you, right? Yes, she did. And what happened? Um, actually, everything was I, for the better. Um, I'm back with my husband, and I see him very often, and he put in about 100 hours a week. I never saw my husband, and mm -hmm. now I see him. Your work, your relationship's gotten better? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's completely better and mm -hmm. healed. I mean, all I wanted was my companion to be at home, mm -hmm. and he is now. And you become fr friends with Sandy, who ratted you out, right? Mm -hmm. She ratted me out. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you have a lot of uh, clients like this? Uh, a lot of people continue to talk to me, will call me back up. Um, they don't get that, you don't get, well, I'm sure you get a lot of anger in your business, you know, when oh, people, yes. but some people, like in Mary's case, feel, what, like the burden is off their shoulder? I think in, in Mary's case, she wanted her husband to know. Do you think a lot of people want to get caught? Only in her situation. It wasn't a love situation as some of these other people that mm -hmm. will go out. Hers was more or less, I want attention for you, so I'm going to have to go out and get it. Yes. But I want you to know if you come to me and want me again. Yes. But, so the majority case, of cases, though, Sandy, probably that you deal with are people who really, they've fallen in love with someone right. else, they're bonded, and they're, they don't have the She's guts there. to say, to face up to the music that oh, they want to end this relationship. Can I Absolutely. say something? Yeah. Not, not taking anything away from Sandy, I think private investigators have their, their roles, but I think that if Mary had come to see a psychic, that well, you could have gotten the information maybe yeah, quicker. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You know when you do your work and you 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 know that that one's cheating. No, I don't. You, you I get do a fact. I follow them yes, around. Yes, that's the end fact. result. No, that's the end result that you present to the client. But surely that when you you follow someone, you do know whether they are or whether they're not, because that's what the police call the nose in England. They get a sense that that person did they're it, intuitive and they self. Put, which I think you're using, and then you're taking it further. And mm -hmm. they have some kind of suspicion. They and pay where do they get the suspicion let from? Her they let her pay finish. me. And I follow them. And Lots I get them of money. Proof, hard Lots copy, of money. Proof, but it's proof. Yeah. Or yours might be inexpensive no. cheap, but they're cards. Mine is on the ground, and it's proof positive, and then none of them see it.
Tulika? Is that you? gone beyond a joke. I don't feel right. All of a sudden... Mm. Something just hit me. I'm all lightheaded. It's a sickening feeling. Is there somebody in here? Like when you're sick to your stomach? Whew. Did you just do something, Mark? Oh, that was rough. Do you not like us being up here? Ugh. You still all right? You still feel nauseous? Yeah, it hit me again. You wanna go downstairs? If that's you. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. That's you. You're gonna stay up here and you're not gonna follow us downstairs? Your trick worked. We're leaving. There's something up there that does not want us up there.
Rachel fell and broke her wings. She fell from the sky. To planet Earth and stars above. To live with you and I. An angel fell and broke her wings. She fell from the sky. To planet Earth and stars above.
So tell me how you found me. Okay. See, I interview people for a living, so That's right. I'll start this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin Katie is a private investigator, and he's obsessed with the truth. It's been proven that what I say is the truth, and that I'm out for the truth, because there's plenty of opportunities to be tripped up, and you only get one chance at it. Once you've been caught in, in one lie, you're done. Not a lot of former cops would work in criminal defense. I've lost a lot of police friends since then. I noticed, I go on, well, where did they go? And where did they go? So, yeah, so that's, that's the way it goes. The bottom line, Kevin says, is that he holds everyone accountable to the truth, especially the police. I, uh, I go out and I work a case and I look and say, okay, did they do their job? That's all I want. Just do your job. I mean, it's... It's when you don't do your job, you cut corners, you know, then that's, that's going to be a problem for the case. And that's what they don't like. Because I always thought about when I, when I arrived on a scene, I had a bunch of, it's like, it's like I have a, to put a puzzle together. And the puzzle's in a box, and you open up the box, and it's a big pile. And his job, he says, is to figure out where the missing pieces are and put things back together. Take the case of a guy named Anthony Sanborn Jr., who Kevin calls Tony. When they met, Tony was in prison for a murder he allegedly committed when he was 16. On a rainy morning in May of 1989, workers on an industrial dock on the Portland waterfront discovered a grisly scene. A trail of blood led to the dock's edge. A woman's belongings were scattered about. A pair of shoes a pack of cigarettes, and a lone earring. Later, police divers found the body of Jessica Briggs in the water. She had been brutally attacked with a knife. She was also 16. And Tony had gone out with Jessica a few times, so police quickly identified him as a suspect. He was later tried as an adult, convicted, and sentenced to 70 years. For almost three decades, Tony has maintained his innocence. And then, a few years ago, Tony's legal team brought Kevin on board as an investigator for their case. They were hoping to clear his name. Kevin dug into it and says he soon realized the puzzle of Tony's case was far from complete.
As far as the, you know, the evidence was uh, all circumstantial. There was no physical evidence that matched him to the scene. You know, hairs, fibers, blood, nothing matched him at the scene. So Kevin talked to the people that had given statements to the police during their investigation, Tony's roommate and other kids who knew him from the streets. If you have nothing else, you have a witness statement and you say, okay, here's your witness statement from 1989. Do you remember 1989? Because some of these people don't. And you say, okay, this is, what, this is what they said you said. Did you say this? And when you have people say, I didn't say that, I didn't sign that, I didn't write that because I couldn't read and write back then. So, you know, Houston, we have a problem, right? <laughs> Kevin also identified several people who could have committed the crime. For example, there were a bunch of Navy guys down by the pier the night of the murder. And years later, one of them admitted to killing three teenage girls in Virginia whose bodies were all found in the water. He was in Portland. That ship was, was in right about that time in Portland that that murder happened. But that's not the only possibility. Before she was killed, Jessica had run away from a nearby facility for troubled teens. And she'd been meeting up with an employee from that facility who was paying her for sex. However, they were investigating him for that. I read the reports, and they said they were turning this over to the district attorney's office for pro possible prosecution, and she now is murdered. Another viable suspect. Somehow, these men never turned up as suspects in the original case. Instead, the state's argument had hinged on a single eyewitness to the crime, a woman named Hope Katie. Hope, who was 13 at the time, had said she was sleeping on a nearby pier the night of the murder and saw Tony kill Jessica. And I should also mention here that Kevin is actually related to Hope, distantly. She's his dad's cousin's adopted daughter. So in an effort to keep things professional, Kevin interviewed Hope's adoptive mother. The first thing she said to me was, you know, I don't see how Hope Katie could have actually seen this murder that night. So, <laughs> of course, I perked up and said, are you sure? So we, that's when we found out that she was blind. Yeah, the key eyewitness was legally blind. Hope was also a runaway, a ward of the state. So the state had records of her ophthalmologist appointments prosecution actually knew about it and they never actually told the defense like they're supposed to. So um, we started to gather that information and it became, um, you know, like a snowball effect that I don't think this kid did it. <laughs> when it came time for Tony's bail hearing, Hope Katie got on the stand and recanted everything the prosecution had used to convict him. She admitted that she never saw the murder. She said she wasn't even on the pier the night it happened. The judge ended up releasing Tony on bail, all because of Kevin's findings. And Tony's attorneys reached an agreement with the prosecution. He could remain free, but he had to agree that the conviction would stand, and he'd be released, quote, with time served. Which means he'd be free, but still a convicted murderer. Tony took the deal. I was happy for Tony because I'm, I, I strongly believe that he's, he was wrongly convicted. 
it's it's one thing when you you show me some evidence that someone did something and it's like well you know you get what you get but um and it's 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 not very often where you have a case where especially of that magnitude that's like that's you got the wrong guy kevin says that a lot of people who work in law enforcement they're great they're careful about how they do their jobs but that's not true for everyone on the force there's a lot of what we call costume wearers, and it's like Halloween every night. And I, I would always question why in God's name did you ever become a cop? Because you're a terrible one. You're, you know, you're bad. You're bad to people. You're bad. You're bad, bad, bad. And um, they can cause a lot of damage. What I tried to always do is find the truth. Sometimes the truth is not the best thing that comes out for some people. I only want the truth. Don't lie to me. 